episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, The Journey to Create the New Metal Canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski, and yes, I am giving off some dad vibes. With me, as always, is someone who wants you to turn it up, bitch. She'd like to hear more. The Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. <laughs> Hello. The spicy intro. <laughs> and a man who is always down for some snacky poos, the original road rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keeping it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with you today. Emergency app. New Limp Biscuit has arrived. We did it! <laughs> we did it, you guys. After five long years of this show, and longer if you have no affiliation to the show, of waiting and hoping and dreaming for a new Limp Biscuit record to arrive October 31st, 2021, midnight. Limp Biscuit drops this record. It's called Limp Biscuit Still Sucks. Incredible move. And uh, on this app, we're just gonna just we're just gonna kind of talk about our feelings, our vibes, favorite tracks, moments, impressions. Jenny, I'm gonna start with you. Talk us through your lead up to the drop of this album. Did you pregame? Did you go in fresh? What did you go through? Talk us through it. I went in completely fresh. I mean, I've been listening to Dad Vibes pretty regularly since it was released, but I didn't pregame. I wanted to go in with a fresh little mind and go in with a fresh little mind. I did. You know, I woke up. It's Halloween. Got excited to put my baby in the costume. Did that for a while, and I took my time. I listened to it probably about 10 a.m., and then I listened to it a lot of times so took a minute you know I was I was excited but scared too like what if it what if it really goes sideways here but I didn't didn't go sideways at all so I listened to it sweet little Sophie listened to it several times (laughs) celebrated her first Halloween in style and I mean it's good it's a good record guys Ooh, what about you? Already, already tipping Did the cards. You... <sighs> My cards have been tipped, you know. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to play around here. It's good. But I want to know more about did you guys pregame? How did you listen? What happened? How'd it go? I did pregame. I listened to Significant Other on Friday, and I listened to Chocolate Starfish on Saturday. And I also listened to Ready to Go on Saturday. And then I just hung out and waited for the drop. And so so uh, a little a little backstory because I don't think we've ever we've never talked about this on the show. Um, so <laughs> I guess we're talking about it on the bonus app, baby. Um, bonus the bonus app little bit into lauren's personal life so i'm divorced now and i am now seeing a young lady um who's basically the same age i don't know why i said young lady same age as me and um i went up <laughs> to see her for the weekend and 
we were hanging out in her apartment, and I said, hey, I just want you to know, there's a new Limp Bizkit record that's coming out at midnight. We're going to listen to it. And she's like, cool, great. I honestly cannot believe you did that. Please keep going. And so she's like, cool, sounds good. And so we were just hanging out. We went and got snacks, and we just hung out, just chilling out, and then we were just chatting, and then it was like 12.01. And I was like, all right, here we go. And she's like, okay. And we put it on, and we're listening to it. And I'll tell you, I was just like in the zone. Um, and I didn't realize how much in the zone I was until like the next day. And I was looking up stuff about the album, looking up reactions, people on Twitter. And I said, ooh, this one song's an excess cover. And um, Amy, my girlfriend, goes, yeah, I told you that last night. I was like, you did? And she's like... You were vibing though, so you probably didn't hear me. <laughs> and indeed I was. I was I was vibing with this record. I was like you, Jenny, though. I was like a little worried, but also like so excited. And um, you know, good luck going to sleep after that also. But I did. And then I listened to it again on Sunday, and then I listened to it as we record this on Monday, I listened to it again today. I like to space oh, out. Wow. I'm not a I'm not a, I can't start it right again. I got to give myself a little bit of space. I get worried I'm going to wear it out. Uh, yeah, so I've listened to it three times as we record this. Um, I'm also in agreement with Jenny. It is good. Matt, talk us hey. through yours. Oh, let me tell you. So I did not do any pre-gaming, although I have listened to Dad Vibes on multiple occasions. And I did not midnight listen with my wife. <laughs> well you're still married so there you go <laughs> so you're right because if it were in my single days i'd have been like look you're gonna be asleep at midnight and i'm gonna bump some biscuit bump the biscuit i think i have the a the text exchange that i did with you lauren mm-hmm. because you are the the person of whom i was talking to about it so i get the i get a text from you at 1206 in the afternoon yesterday and it goes the boys did it again (laughs) and i had not listened yet and i'm i go i'm so happy for you and you go you go have you listened and i said not yet and lauren your response was excited for you I put it on. I put it on not but three to five minutes later. Um, and uh, the first song kicks in out of style, and then that riff drops, and I'm like, my text back to you, all caps, these riffs. Mm -hmm. And I said, I knew. I I said, I knew. I knew you were in. You were all in. Yeah. I, I was I was super impressed. I was like, "All right, here we go. Here we fucking go. Here we fucking." I enjoyed go. it. Mm-hmm. So we did get a lot of messages, a lot of tweets. You know, we were blowing up our socials in the lead up to it, calling it Limp Bizkit Eve and everything like that. So people asked some questions about whether or not, you know, we dropped our Gold Cobra app and then this album drops. Is it coincidence? Is it planning? Is it fate and the answer is yes <laughs> yes to all of those definitely put it in the universe i we uh, jenny you have to agree the length of this album 
has to be an influence from our show. It's, I mean, so respectful of our time. This comes in at 32 minutes and one second. This thing is a light breeze blowing through my ear, my ear holes. Yeah, I couldn't believe you how, you know, how I, I saw 32 minutes and I went, oh, okay. Did not expect that. And um, Jenny, I guess, wh- any highlights? What were the highlights on, on your, I mean, it sounds to me like you've listened to the album 45 times at this point. Is, is that interesting? I've probably listened to it. A, a genuine amount of times I've listened to this is probably eight. <laughs> um, <laughs> my fave tracks, I mean, the riff on Out of Style is just its yeah incredible. I, I've gone through journeys. I've had different favorite songs on the record already. I like the slow boys on this record. I like the rap boys on this record. But I love the riffs on this record. So, I mean, Out of Style for me, amazing. Dirty Rotten Biscuit, great. You know, Pill Popper? Pill Popper. Hey. If I may, if I may just say, the riff on Pill Popper, the, the riff drop on Pill Popper is the type of thing where if you heard a story about like, you know, like a kid got trapped under a car and someone like flipped the car. That's what the riff to Pill Popper makes me want to do when it drops in. I'm just like, yeah, let's flip a car. Let's just throw things around. This riff drop, incredibly tremendous. One of uh, one of the shining achievements in uh, the Limp Biscuit repertoire in the West Borland Hall of Fame, hundred uh, percent. Let's talk about the skit. Oh boy, <laughs> I gotta say. I just have to say, when I heard that, my heart just sank. (laughs) Because, as we've talked about, there was a time when we came pretty close to interviewing Wes. And I sincerely like to think that we would have not done uh, what this skit lays out. But you get a guy like Wes and... We're all huge fans. I mean, the odds of us all going full nerd, as though we don't already go full nerd every week, but like even beyond the pale is low. So yeah. this, I guess we should say, is is Wes being interviewed by some person. It some sounds dude. like a, it would sound like me trying to do Harry Carey. We got Wes Borland yeah. on the phone. Yeah, very accurate. Yeah. We find out what Wes does like. And we find out what I he doesn't like. I think he these your favorite bands are Wayne, Avex Twin, Hacks and Cloak. Yes. Doesn't like close ended questions. So if you ever get a chance to interview us, you leave those little cues open ended. Give for Wes boy. an opportunity to talk. And uh, he will, mm. is my understanding. Yeah, I um, yeah, I w- I heard that skit and I was like, oh man, this is like a fucking sniper rifle on like a million podcasts. I mean, just incredible shit. I feel like kind of sealed the deal for I think a lot of people on the idea of like I, I have a feeling that somebody might have been like, hey, I wonder if we can get Wes on the. Mm, nah, you know what? I don't think we're gonna get Wes. 
<laughs> just keep on moving. The album art, pretty incredible. Um, the band all basically dressed as they were at Lollapalooza 2021, which I just got to say it. Limp Bizkit at Lollapalooza 2021, an iconic set, clearly leading to this moment. Multiple people dressed up as Dad Vibes Fred for Halloween. Saw that a lot on the internet. And uh, yeah, I mean, this. Let's let's get back to the record, though. Fred does call himself on this album the king of new metal. How'd that make you feel when you heard that, Jenny? I mean, he might not be wrong. I think he was right. And it felt really good to hear it. It felt really good to hear new metal mentioned as a positive on a new metal record. Felt good. Felt like I haven't been wasting my time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I think... Yeah, there was like a lot of direct commentary about the way that people feel about new metal. But notably, I feel like the content really showed a lot of maturity. It wasn't, I mean, I, I didn't like dig in very deep with the lyrics or anything like that, but I didn't get a ton of the shit that we call out on the show, you know, didn't mm-hmm. feel super misogynistic, didn't get any homophobia. No. So. Mm-hmm. That was that was great. And even like, uh, you know, the Slow Boys, one's a cover. The one that isn't a cover about a breakup, but it's very <laughs> mature. And sometimes I wonder, like, do we want our new metal mature? Could that even work? And the answer is yes. <laughs> Asked many times, answered by this record. So I, I don't know. I was super pleasantly, I mean, I wasn't surprised that it was good. I knew that there would be some songs that were great, but overall, it seems like they learned their lessons and took their notes and put out a really solid record. I can't wait to talk about a 30-minute record for four hours whenever <laughs> we do a full episode. Matt, how do you, as, as someone who has long been a, you know, your journey with Limp Bizkit, varied, long yeah. And here you are. I mean, think about this. Think about you 10, 15 years ago. Oh. And you going back to that guy and saying, I want to let you know something. Limp Biscuit's going to drop a record, and I'm going to listen to it day of release. And I just might love it. Yeah. How do you feel? Well, I'll tell you what. I mentioned it for Lollapalooza. I mentioned it again here and now. Um. It is unbelievable the journey I've had with this band (laughs) because I, you know, like I saw a lot of comments. Uh, One of the comments I made was like, I cannot believe I'm listening to a Limp Bizkit record and I'm liking it. 2021 is wild. I saw scribbles like I've been supporting this band even through through the thick and thin times. And now people like this band again. It's like, come on. Um, So like. I get everything, but like, it's a fun record. The guys are the the, the thing that kind of hits me is yes, there's some there's some of your kind of boilerplate Limp Biscuit tropes inside of this, but for the most part, it sounds like they're having fun, mm-hmm. which has been sadly lacking on the macro in the Limp Biscuit universe. Touring, I think. They they still been able to tear the roof off and have some fun, but like this record actually sounds like, yeah, 
let's just have fun. Let's, you know, like finally, like, oh, I don't need to take it so serious. It's 2021. Like, let's, let's, let's relax a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This record also, I, I, I saw some complaints about how it is so short in comparison, which I kind of figured would come. And I, saw, I thought it was a feature, not a bug. I thought it was a feature, not a bug as well, because I think one of the one of the merits of this album is that it is so fleet and that you don't have time to even really think like, like maybe if there's some songs you're not so sure about, it's okay. In literally like a minute and a half, you're at the next one, you know? And, uh, but also this seems like a record that was made, like, I don't, I think maybe a couple of these songs are from a few years ago, but I think a lot of this stuff is fresh from the last couple of years. I think they like went back to the drawing board and like really figured the shit out. Like I saw some people kind of like, oh, I can't believe this has like two slow mid-tempo acoustic boys, but then you go and you look at the streaming numbers for Behind Blue Eyes, which is one of the most popular Limp Biscuit songs. Yep. There's an audience. These guys are thinking about everybody. They're serving the entire Limp Biscuit base. You got your rippers, you got your smooth boys, you got your slow boys, you got your rap boys. Everyone's being served. All boys served. All boys served. <laughs> There we go. You know, in that way, you know, it's, it's yeah, it, it delivers it all. And in a way, you know, some people also complain that, you know, like, Al, you know, Significant Other and Chocolate Starfish are very long records with, you know, yep. outros and intros and interludes and bits and skits. And they, they could get, those are long records. And this one's like, let's cut the fat. Let's cut the fat. Now, granted, it does have a skit, but it's still pretty much all killer no filler i'd say i was i was down i enjoyed it they did you know it was what was kind of striking to me is they didn't the slow boys aren't circa 99 slow boys from limp biscuit Mm -mm. they're like modern slow boys oh yeah like i think that was the thing that kind of hit me as like uh, it might have had a song called Auto Tunage, but uh, they definitely learned how to actually use it on Fred's voice because he sounds like he is dialed in. His voice is probably, and, and I'm going to say that it's auto tune helping because I think I can hear it, but his voice is in key with the songs the whole time. These songs sound like modern slower songs which was really striking i was like bold choice it's not like it had been a while or something like that no and i mean even a song like barnacle sounded very i mean i don't even know if i would consider that necessarily super new i don't know but it, it sounded very very modern now we're if we're getting into it we said we weren't gonna yeah but but, but we are getting into you it you know yeah um, we do want to hear from the Road Riders and Indigo Angels your thoughts, your opinions on this record. All you, you already have been rolling into the tweets and the comments. I mean, we've got I could 
I could just pull up on the old Twitter and just see just many, many comments from various people all vibing out on it. Blowhard Facts tweeted at us. It says, me all day. And then he posted the lyrics to Dad Vibes. Just him all day. This has how he's feeling. Coach Mike tweeted at us that he did the Christ Scout challenge to it yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Kelly K. Fresh Frazier said, Polar Bear is back. Yeah. Uh, Jaeger said, we've got some riffy riffs, some screamy screams, some rappy raps, maybe a little broadeny broads. Verdict? Did it again? The answer is yes, they did do it again. Matt Parnum came over on Patreon, said, I'm pretty sure you know the biscuit finally delivered, and I cannot begin to describe the amazing feeling I have inside listening to a band that I've been close to and supported since 2000. I was sadly not old enough to have been able to experience the drop of $3 bill and significant other. This album simply makes me happy. Even the slow boys, self-aware now, but Biscuit is solid. This is pure happiness to my ears. I also really think they pay attention to you guys. The album's less than 35 minutes, two and a half slow boys that are evenly spaced. First single track number three, and if anybody doesn't think that Out of Style is a hot opener, then leave my canon, please. Even Snacky Poo. I can't get over Fred's over-the-top descriptions. Even as a guest rapper track, just like in the old days. And Goodbye is a classic. Hidden track outro. Last Biscuit Thought. The last track, Goodbye, is actually really one of Fred's best soft-sounding vocals. And the lyrics hit different. So true. So true. So good to hear from everybody. Uh, Also, we got multiple tweets at us letting us know hats are backwards. Um, Also, uh, one person tweeted at us and said, I put on a hat just so I could turn it backwards. Wow. Which is, is, that's the dedication that we want to see. And uh, yeah, I mean, really just this felt, this really felt like something and really a culmination. To show that new metal is back, baby. There it is. Listen, the build up here, it's actually been spanning a couple years. Because a few years ago, Korn put out Serenity of Suffering. Pretty solid record. Then they put out The Nothing. That record fucking rules. It's like, ooh, Korn. Like, Korn's putting some really hot shit out. Then a year later, Ohms. Incredible. Deftones doing the damn thing. And now here we are, 2021, and Limp Biscuit dropped this thing. That's three for three, baby. Who's next? Who's next? Papa Roach. Papa Roach. We're looking at you. <laughs> we're looking at you, Papa Roach. Papa Roach, we're looking at you. Um, yeah. And, and and there's some you know some other guys. I mean, Static X put that record out last year. That was actually pretty good. Um, so you know there is never. I mean, part of me felt like I know this is crazy to say that with the arrival of this album, maybe I need to retire. New metal is back because, ladies and gentlemen, new metal is here. Whoa. Wow. 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 Oh my God. You just blew my mind. (laughs) I'm happy. What the fuck? (laughs) 
Uh, because yeah, this is just yeah, so great to see. So great to see. And um, and it was you know it was good to see just everybody was just like, yeah, bring it to it, bring it to me. We're ready to go. Um, I guess I guess that's really all we have to say about this record. The boys did it again. Well done. They're having fun. They're having fun. They're bringing the rips. Um, can I tell you when I knew that this album was a winner? When did you know? Um, the riff drops at the beginning about his style, and the first thing that Fred says is DJ Lee Thull. And I said, fuck, we did it. They did it. <laughs> we did it. They did it. It's here. It's all gravy from here. It's all gravy from here. I have to say, mm-hmm. I went through the first two song, the first two songs, mm-hmm. really enjoying myself, and then Dad Vibe hits, and I texted you, Lauren, and I said, "This is a master class in sequencing," because it was exactly what I needed at that moment. This album is sequenced extraordinarily well. Oh yeah. I would say probably their best sequenced album. And I think the length helps it with that. So I was, I was super pleased with just like it flowed like those three songs, one, two, three in a row. It felt like a new thesis from the band, which is, which is what you want. Like moreover, just coming off of gold Cobra and kind of hearing like, like there's a there's a line in this album about like I really don't have guns but sometimes when I'm driving I wish I had one. Mm-hmm. Like that felt so much more authentic than the polar bear popping caps on Gold Cobra. I was like, what are you what are you talking about? <laughs> and it was cool to hear him say like, you know, I'm still that redneck hick from Jacksonville, like like it is still part of me. I liked the self-awareness. I liked that it Although it still had the chip on its shoulder, it wasn't like it was aware of where they are in the world and that they still have a place in the world. And that was like what I felt was the most refreshing. It was like, we're still fucking here. We just played a show. We just moved a new generation of fans. We're it's valid. Mm-hmm. New metal is here. Lauren. There it is. There it is. Mm. J- Jenny. Perhaps my greatest victory in, in all of this is that I listened to this record with my baby and not my shitty ex-boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no tossing a red cap. No tossing a red cap. <laughs> no tossing or no tossing a red cap. Big wins in the Sosha household. <laughs> I, I I gotta know. Mitch, weigh in at all. You know what? Mitch was printing him up. I don't think he's heard yet. So I told I him what it was called and we'll see. We'll see. My wife, uh, I played dad vibes for her in the car on her way to get our daughter today. And she goes, this is the first track? And I go, no. And then I play her the first track and she goes, that's the first track. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There you go. I, I got to say, one thing that was very edifying listening to this album was that Dad Vibes is not the best song in the album. That is a very good feeling. 
it's honestly, I think there's nothing worse than when the be- the first single is the best song. Like, you know, say save a little, save a little bit, everybody. You know, take a lesson from icon Shania Twain. I just read this over the weekend. Uh, they did a retrospective on her album on Pitchfork. Come on over. That don't impress me much. That was the seventh single from that album. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Talk about holding on, holding your cards close. That album had 12 singles, by the way. 36 million sold. Big album. Huh. I'm sure you- How is that not the entire album? <laughs> That I that album has a lot of songs. I uh, I did not know that either. Um, a lot of songs in that album. Also, apparently, a song inspired by the O.J. Simpson trial. Yeah, that album's got well, there layers, it is. Layers, yeah. That album's got it all. It's got it all. Final thoughts on Limp Bizkit still sucks. I mean, the boys did it again. Slash, new metal is here. Yeah, I think the boys did it again. I can't wait uh, for a year plus from now when we uh, will do the whole album. I'm also excited for when we get some time to sit down and do the whole album. That will be very fun. Indeed, the boys did it again. New metal is here. I'm I'm speechless. They did it. (laughs) They did it. And I'm so happy. My heart is full. So thank you so much for listening. Jenny, Matt, thank you for convening so quickly so we could get this bad boy out for the Roach Riders and Indigo Angels. Keep on saying hello to us online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on all those. Send us an email how you feel about Still Sucks. Roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. And... Um, We'll be back. We'll be back soon. This episode's going up. I'm going to edit this thing super fast. We're going to get this bad boy up and uh, get that out to y'all. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see you again real soon. So uh, until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Check out your dad with the swag on the flow. Mama going brag when I walk in the door. Y'all ain't never seen a gorilla in the mist. Walk the line so fine with a...